you don't stop, you don't stop, you don't stop. OC's on the mic and you don't stop, you don't stop, you don't stop. Big guys on the other, you don't stop, you don't stop, and you don't stop. Mr. Ward on the beach, don't stop. Check it out, yo. Yo, I'm looking for the big Cenos like Al Pacino. Has a new slang word, you pussino. What it means is just that. Yes, people, there's nothing Pacino about this. People, we got part two of this catch up echo chamber. Another four real good films for you to check out. Alright, so uh, yeah, let's get into it, people. Buckle up, let's go. Okay, so it's finally here. Okay, that's right, people. Sweet Girl is now on Netflix. And I was I was curious, right? Because I do think Jason Momoa is a decent actor. You know, so I'm always intrigued when a new project with him arrives because he works in some roles, but others it, it doesn't quite fit. You know what I mean? Like you thought he was gonna be perfect for Conan, and it just didn't work. It just didn't work. I'm intrigued by C, but I haven't seen. That yeah, uh, so it's 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 kind of like okay, so w- will this be a great project for Momoa? You know, he's kind of looking to see if you know it, it, it things can fit, right? So I was intrigued, but the name I just thought the name is awful. You know what I mean? Like the sweet girl. It's such a, ooh, it's a terrible name, and you know the context in which it's used in the film as well. It was bad. It was just bad. It was irritating. But hey ho, these things happen. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I, I I figured you know what I'm gonna I'm still gonna watch it. I'm gonna. Yeah, I can't make assumptions, right? So, it's directed by Brian Andrew Mendoza, uh, who also is a producer on the film, along with uh, Brad Payton, you know what I mean? Jeff Fearson and um, Jason Momoa. It's written by Greg Hunts. And um, Philip Ensner. And um, interestingly enough, Philip Ensner, he wrote Event Horizon. So, hey, that's a, you know I mean, that's a, that's a great film to have in your, in your arsenal. But it's a lot to live up to. It's a lot to live up to, people. The cinematography is from Barry Aykroyd. Is edited by Mike McCusker, and um, I I don't think that's the same Mike McCusker from Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. 
<laughs> hey, maybe it is, right? Um, it's also edited by Matt Chesey. Music is from Stephen Price. And the film is starring, well, as mentioned, we have Jason Momoa as Ray Cooper. Um, Isabella Merced is his daughter, Rachel Cooper, who um, is also played by Melina Rivero um, as a younger Rachel earlier on in the film. Uh, we've got Adria Ayono. Um, she plays his wife, Amanda Cooper. Uh, we have got um, Lex Scott Davis as FBI agent Sarah Mika. Michael Raymond James as FBI agent John Rothman. Uh, we've got Dominic Fumuza as Sam Walker. Uh, we've got um, Manuel Garcia Ruffalo as Amo Santos. Amy Brenneman as Diana Morgan. Justin Bartha as Simon Keeley, uh, Raza Jaffrey as Vinod Shah, um, Nilsson Franklin as Martin Bennett, uh, Reggie Lee as Dr. Wu. Right, so, um, the gist of the film now, people. Okay, so here we go. Devoted family man, Ray Cooper, you know, Momoa, vows for justice against the pharmaceutical company responsible for pulling a potential life-saving drug from the market just before his wife dies from cancer. But when his search for the truth leads to a deadly encounter that puts Ray and his daughter Rachel Merced in harm's way, Ray's mission turns into a quest for vengeance in order to protect the only family he has left. Oh my god, yes. Oh. Feels like it's going to be a, a powerful one, right? Now, the film opens, right? It opens with police running all over the place. You know what I mean? We've got police running people yeah, in disarray. We're at a big stadium. Um, at first, I wasn't quite sure which stadium it was. It's by a river, and I'm trying to think. Who's got a stadium by a river, right, but yeah, and then we have, um, Momoa, Ray, on the roof, and then he jumps off, and we're like, yo, what, so we have all of this, which you then find out is actually close to the end, 
right, as, as the film then unravels, yeah, you, you realise, oh, okay, this is the point we started at, but after he jumps, we then do that annoying thing where it's like, years earlier, and the thing is, I'm like, they could actually give you a time frame, I don't understand why you don't actually get the years, because it wouldn't be a difficult thing to do, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's an odd one, it's an odd one why they chose to do that, but, you know, so we jump years in the future, in the past, and we now see Ray and his wife and his kid, you know, they're walking, they're, they're enjoying life, all of this thing, but, you know, obviously, Right, we, we then find she's ill, we have them at the hospital, right, and then, you know, she, you can see, oh, she's iller, or no, right, it is one of those great, great Hollywood things where, you know, someone's ill, but they've still got them done up in loads of makeup, and they don't actually look, they don't actually look as ravaged as um you know you you may have seen a a cancer patient to be right but yes this is the thing well, we have her in hospital and um yeah he's talking with the doctor you know they're trying to you know trying to find ways of her surviving you know we have these poignant moments with her and the kid and you know the family all there and just all of this right uh but one day he's uh speaking to you know the the, the doctor the doctor tells him about a drug tells him about a drug that could oh this drug could save your wife's life Right, I think this is the important thing But all of a sudden, one day They they find out that Oh, no, this, this ain't happening The drug ain't coming yep. And it's funny because he has We see him have this conversation with the doctor, Dr. Wu And you kind of feel the doctor's giving a lot of information away. You know what I mean? The doctor's like, oh yeah, the drug's being pulled by these people and this has happened and blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, say what? You know what I mean? It was just like, I I have never known doctors to be so loose with the old lips. You know what I mean? But we have all of this. And it just so happens, right, that... The, you know, the CEO of the company that was doing this drug is on TV. Just so happens. And he calls, obviously, he calls into the show, right? And the crazy thing is, he gets on straight away, right? And you're just like, that is not as simple as that, right? But... He's on the radio show, the well, the TV show, right? The news. It escalates real quick, like real quick. And I, I think, you know, as I said, like the important word is this drug might save a life, right? Because you get the impression that she had a cancer scare earlier. 
she's fought it off because once she's off, it's like, has it come back? Right? So you get that. So it's just like, oh, so this has come back. So when that when you understand that, right? Now they would have been told, right? This is the thing. It's a it, it's a battle, right? It's a battle. No drug is a guarantee to save someone's life. So it was kind of like the escalation that we see, you know, in, in the fact that this drug was gonna save my wife. You killed my wife. Ah, it's a bit like ah. I mean, look, I get. Being pissed off with a, you know, the pharmaceutical company and everything like that. But there are some big leaps here. There are some real big fucking leaps. It's a, it's a little bit crazy. It's a little bit crazy. But, you know what I mean? This happens, right? And so, it, it, it all kind of ramps up and you know and the daughter's there and everything and it's all a little bit like "Eh, okay okay but this is like where the story really kind of jumps right yeah this is where it's really kind of boom big now there's a lot of weird shit in this Right. There's one scene where they're in the kitchen and the daughter pulls some box. I think it's like some mac and processed mac and cheese or something out of the cupboard. He's like, no, 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 no. We're not having that. You gotta have some vegetables. And then he's just like, right, we gotta eat healthy. I'm gonna go and get uh, I'm gonna go and get something. So, what do you want? Subway or Chinese? And I'm just a bit like uh, I mean, I wouldn't class either of those as healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, neither of those is really a healthier choice than the processed mac and cheese. Like, who are we trying to kid? So, obviously, there's a Subway sponsor <laughs> in this film. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it, it was an odd choice. But, yeah, like, but again, we we have a jump in time, right? To, to when we get to this point, we have a jump in time, and suddenly a phone call, right? He gets his phone call, and it, this is where it starts to get all intriguing, because we have a, a a journalist with some information, but he has to go on this covert little. Hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you where to go and what to do and all of this, right? But he makes him go through all of these loops, right? But the thing is, then they're just on the train talking, and he's just like, all right. You you went through all of this process, but now you're just talking? Like, what the fuck? Like, come on, what the fuck? It, 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 it was, that was weird. We have a, a random bit in the film where he's in a gym punching a uh, punch bag, right? But there's no real form to it. Right, and you're just like, okay, why? Like, like, why is this here? You know, 
But when we do have this, there's a, a big fight scene on the train that, again, it it's a little random. It, it The fight is a little random. You can see it because there's not a whole load of people on the train, right? But all of a sudden, one guy comes up and he's marching towards the marching towards him. So you're like, obviously, you understand what's happening here, but no one seems to clock onto it, right? The the reactions are insanely slow, insanely slow for people that are, are meant to be like on high notice, on real cautious about what might happen. Oh no! You know, so that was insane. But, listen, I think you could get away with this fight scene in the 80s, right, maybe early 90s, but I feel when you've, you know, UFC is so huge now, right, I mean, or let's just say mixed martial arts, right, because, you know, there are other promotions, okay, fine, but we see, the way we see them fight, right, now we know what can really go down in a proper fight, right? You, We know this. So ramming someone's head against a metal pole repeatedly, you're not going to be just be lucid enough to be like, all right, yeah, let's go. You're going to be like, if you're still standing, and understand, a lot of people will not be standing, but if you're still standing, you're going to be a little groggy. Right, but yeah, it, it, we have this hokey ass, you know, fight scene where all of this they're thrown up against walls and windows and poles and just all manner of kicked in the head, knees in the head, elbows, all of this. Then he throws one person, just throws them. They don't really hit anything crazy, but suddenly they're just done. They're out. Right, and then someone gets thrown through a window, and you're just like, Hold on, windows don't smash that easy. What the fuck? Right, so th- th- this whole fight scene, you're just looking at it, and you're just like, Um, okay, th- this is a bit, <laughs> yeah. I ain't buying this shit, you know what I mean, I ain't buying this, but after that, again, we jump forward 24 months, 24 months suddenly we jump forward, and the the crazy thing is, right, they, they mirror the scene of Ray punching the punching bag in the gym, with now his daughter Rachel punching a punching bag in the gym, Right, so it's exactly the same scene, right, beat for beat, but then they have some sparring with her and a dude, right, now, understand, she's a little girl, right, she's short, but she's fighting a grown man, and she's beating this dude, (laughs) she is Beating this dude, like, gets him in a tie plot, and you're just like, nah, son, this is not, not believable, right, and obviously, right, they then, you know, because MMA is big, 
right? They want her to do a little MMA, and and she gets in this uh, this supposed submission, this this armbar, which is super loose. <laughs> super is not a good armbar, right? But we're meant to believe all of it, it, it's just bad. It was, it was just a bad sequence. <laughs> it really was. Oh my days! But um, yeah, we we just get these really hokey moments, right? With these really hokey moments in the film that aren't making any sense. There's. We we have them escalating on this road to vengeance, but you're kind of like, what skills do you have? You know what I mean? Like, what skills do you have? At least with a film like I don't know, let's just say Taken. Right? It's a bad film, but at least with a film like that, you know that the guy was an ex. Um, like agent, CIA agent, or something like that, I believe. Right? In this, there's there's nothing like that. There's 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 nothing like that. Like their ex army, nothing. So so you're just like, okay, how's these? How are they doing this thing? And it, and I have mentioned this shit time and time again, but again we see it because with. You know, anything set now, there is so much information out there, right? So there's tra- every, there's tracking by phones and chips in cars and all of this kind of shit, right? Then there's also, there's been so many documentaries, so many programs that you understand the basics. Now, it's not to say, because listen, crime still happens and people still get caught because they're dumb. But you do see people trying to mask what they're doing. They're like, okay, in this program we saw that, you know, oh, there's cameras. So we can't be just, you know, out in the open. (laughs) And we can't be because of facial recognition and all of this. But in this film... Which, as far as we know, is set in present day. They act like they know nothing about video cameras and tracking stuff and all of this. And so they're just riding around in a car that they own, right? That is registered to them. You know, they leave the apartment with all manner of things just lying around. <laughs> Real obvious. He's just like, wait. Who the fuck would do that? That's insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, just all these random things. Just, just there. Just there. Like the, the access that these people have to a lot of different things is insane. <laughs> right? It, it's insane <laughs> to think that, wait, they're... You're telling us that they would be able to do this? Come the fuck on, man. Come the fuck on. Now, there is this big twist in the film. And uh, it it makes no sense. Now, I will say, right, there is one moment in the film where they allude to the twist, right? But the way 
they shoot all the scenes, it feels a big reach to then go, oh, and this was the thing all along. Because that means it's not like you were just playing with mirrors, right? You were just completely hiding it all the way through, which I feel is very dishonest. If you're going to do a trick thing, Right? We've seen it done smartly, like a la Usual Suspects. Because when you watch Usual Suspects or Memento, all the hints are there. Right? It's just that our eyes are drawn to other things on the screen. That's the smart way to do it. That's the intelligent way to do it. This film, it doesn't do that. Right? It just kind of puts things in places which make would make no sense to then, you know, the big reveal later on, right, but you, you have all of this, there's a point where the FBI agent is just like, I just really feel like I should help, and you're just like, wait, from all the crimes, all the crimes that you must work on, this is the, the first one where you're suddenly like, I want to help, you're just like, what? What the fuck? It is... It's a weird film, man. It, it really does feel weird. Right? I, I feel there is a good concept in there. You know, there, there is a good film. But it just doesn't necessarily all fit together. Right? The scenes with the family... It, you never feel this big bond between everyone. It just doesn't play out. You don't feel it. You know what I mean? It's, it's a shame. It is a shame. Because we have some talented people in this piece. But, yeah, for me, it doesn't just work on that level. Now, I think if you want something to put on in the background, non-offensive, I think this would probably work, but it, I don't feel it holds up, right, or, or just lives up to the high-impact vengeance story that you might be hoping for, right, and especially when you throw in, you know, the, the, the whole pharmaceutical element Right, you you think that the the guy in it, the big farmer guy, is gonna be like farmer bro, and it's gonna be this whole big thing, but he doesn't quite deliver, unfortunately, people. But uh, yeah, it's on Netflix, so you know, you can give it a shot. You can give it a shot if you want to, people. But yeah, sweet girl, <sighs> might just give you a cavity, but uh. Go check it out. Go see. All right, people. So we have a new horror film on Shudder that uh, is, uh, you know, I mean, it's one of those films where the story itself is the horror, right? You know what I mean? When, you, when you're looking at the world, you know, it's taking a look at, you know, the financial markets. And that is 
You know, that that that's the the monstrous thing. How people have manipulated them, and you know, I mean, it, look, we we've seen it with. Uh, gosh, there was that film. Uh, like, and it looked at, um, gosh, um, like the Big Short, I think. Yeah, I think that's the one. Right, so there's films like that, and there was another one that was kind of similar, a different topic. I think it was dealing with paedophilia, right? And they were looking at those, and you know, that that that's what they're trying to do, right? So they work the film and you know tell these stories. So here we have, um, you know, uh, a film from Philippe Jean. Uh, Ramzozi, you know, he directed, he co-wrote with Mario Zanierno, uh, and it's called Mosquito State, all right, so, um, you know, it's, look, it's essentially the build-up to the 2008 financial crisis, you know, so, I think that's what the title is referring to, uh, you know, yeah, it's a, a, some sort of financial term, you know, so maybe not everyone's gonna get it, but you know, what I mean, it's just one of them things. So, yes, it is um, produced by, uh, you know, Philippe and Mario, along with uh, we've got Alicia Swansey. Uh, Waldemiz Nidharas. Yeah, they're the main producers. And then we got some like executives and associates and you know how it all works. Music is from Cesare Skalabaskowski. Cinematographer is Eric Cortez. It's Edited by um, Andrew Haftiz. We got uh, Wajaka Janis and Bob Morawski. Casting is Raylan Sabu and Mary Vanier. Production design is Marek. Waranowski. So our cast in the piece. So our main character is um Richard and he is played by Bo Knapp. Um we got Lena Del Alcazar played by Charlotte Vega. Um Bo Harris is played by Jack Kezzy. Edward Warner is Oliver Martinez. Sally, uh, who is Richard's secretary, is played by Audrey Wazawaski. we got Abigail Grant, played by Daisy Bishop. Jennifer, played by Dominica Kaklik. Pete is uh, Maximilian Kubak. Um... Yeah, I kind of feel they're our, our main ones in the piece. 
And now, nah, the gist of it all, right? What is the story about? Well, as mentioned, so this is set in August 2007. Isolated in his austere penthouse overlooking Central Park, obsesses Wall, P Wall Street data analyst Richard Bocker sees ominous patterns. His computer models are behaving erratically, as are the swarms of mosquitoes breeding in his apartment, an infestation that attends his psychological meltdown. Bum, bum, bum. So, yeah, it, it's this kind of growing... Um, like anxiety, this fret, as it were. So, I will. Um, no, we'll get back to that. Okay. Uh, now, we we kind of start off with Richard at a party. It's a work big, big fancy work affair. Uh, look, and we you know we we see some of the characters there. You know, you've got like. There's a dude that works with Richard. I forget. I think it's Pete. I think that's his name. And he he's that motherfucker, right? Who always wants to one up. You know, someone's got something. Oh, he's done it better. You know, what I mean, like, I think he says something along the lines of, "Oh, I could have gone into the NFL or the NHL or the MB. No, the NFL or um." I think it was either NHL or NBA or um, Major League Baseball, right? But he's like, oh, but, you know, I decided to come into this industry instead. <laughs> and uh, he pulls out his phone and someone's like, oh, is that a my iPhone? I've got an iPhone. He's like, oh, no, this is a special, unique iPhone, a prototype. You know what I mean? He's that dude. So we see all of this, this lavish party, and then... Um, you know, we, we, well, we, we are also following a mosquito around, buzzing. But then there's this odd dude at the buffet table. You can see he's mad uncomfortable. You know, social anxieties are probably running right through him. And this is Richard Bocker. All right, so um, we see him there at the uh, buffet table. But he's also got his eye on a young lady, Lena. Right? And so that's our kind of introduction. And we learn he doesn't usually attend these things. Right? Doesn't usually attend these things. So this is a very special, rare occasion of him being at this event. Right? So we have all of this, which is all fine. Right? But I think from the giddy-up, we don't have enough information to really emphasize with the characters or the situations, right? Because we have um, Lena, she's kind of getting harassed by Pete. He obviously wants to try and, uh, you know, date her or at least bed her, she doesn't really want any of it, so she kind of latches onto Richard, right, but Richard is weird, <laughs> you know, he's, he's 
weird and it, it's not like the the situation because you know I, I I think one of the things they're trying to do is like look it's not all about looks it's not about all the superficial right but that you know that is true right we know that is true but the big thing is there needs to be something else <laughs> like and we're not seeing a stellar person that we're not seeing anything from Richard. So what you would assume Lena is, you know, using Richard to get out of a, a you know a situation she doesn't want to be in, but then she will dust. But Lena goes back to Richard's apartment. Right? So this is all Feeding into Richard's desire to maybe make a move, maybe entice this young lady, but it it doesn't really go that way. So we have this very weird kind of situation. Um that yeah, plays out in an odd way. Right? And I think also we find out that the mosquito that bit Richard, it was still in his clothes, which again, you feel it's kind of, you know, odd, right? Because especially with the way we're introduced to Richard, you kind of think that he's the type, he's that person that if he bangs himself, he's going to make an audible, ow, or be like, ah, oh. you know, he's that uncomfortable, he's that weird, you know, but it, it, it doesn't, yeah, the film doesn't play it out like that, although it's kind of set it up like that, which is a little weird, right, but that leads to the infestation in his apartment, right, which again, it's hard to believe how it starts, because the apartment is meticulous, Right, it's clean. It's uh, you know they they refer to it as a stew, right? Very um, Maria Kondo esque, <laughs> like minimalistic. There's not a lot on display. Everything has its place. He's only got one cup, right? One wine glass. So. To believe that he would leave a cup of water, and especially it's by his bed, it's not like it's in a hidden spot, right? It's in a place that he will always see, it's a visible sight line. And as I said, look, in an apartment where everything has its place and there's not a lot out, he's not going to miss this thing. So if he's not going to miss it, he will see there's shit in the water. You know what I mean? So it's all a little bit like, eh? What? This is weird. I don't understand. What? You know, so we have this thing build up and you you definitely have to suspend your imagination if you're believing this is going to happen, right, and as the, you know, the story kind of unfolds that he's seeing some issues with the algorithm he's invented, 
the 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 honeybee, as they call it. And um, like his fear of the algorithm, the problem. Because as I said, look, this is a build up to the financial crisis. In in the films like The Big Short, right, and the other one, which name I cannot remember, everyone is working to, you know, expose something, right, reveal something for the greater good. Here, it's not really that, right? So, again, it, it, it's hard to emphasise with him because he's making this deal over his algorithms and all of that but it's like he's like oh but it's not going to do do well for the market but you don't really sense he cares about the market it's just about his algorithm you know what i mean and that's all fine but to have someone invest in the film there needs to be a bit more you know, there needs to be a bit more. So as the film unfolds, you know, we're, we're having him sink deeper and deeper into this kind of psychosis. And we're seeing a transformation with him, you know, because there's mosquitoes, there's bites, there's all of this thing. All of this thing. Now, <laughs> because I think from the, the gist of the film it, You kind of think, oh, he's just going to be in his apartment Interesting, how will they tell a story Just from this one location But it's not really, because he does leave the apartment Which then does There's a lot Because you have to kind of think Alright, leaving the place when your face is covered in bites And all of this thing I don't, it's it's hard to buy, right? Because I think if he was just a, a lower level employee at this firm, you might think, mm, okay, right? But the fact that he has so much control over it, it is hard to believe that they wouldn't try and get him some sort of medical attention. You know what I mean? Wouldn't they wouldn't do that kind of thing? It, it, yeah, that all go it goes a little bit crazy on that front, right? Now, look, it, yes, it does sound like ah, you know, it's all bad. It's not all bad, right? Now, the one thing I was gonna say earlier was I really enjoyed the intro. There's the intro to the film with you know being mosquitoes, right? So. We see the gestation of mosquitoes, like, you know, from the larvae to the different pubations of its development. And this is really interesting because we see a kind of a real life interpretation and that, it, you know, so we see it and then we cut to like a... um you know, like the old scientific journals, you know what I mean, and, and you've got the sketches, and then the writing around it, and all of that, so we jump from a, a real-life capture to these kind of journal entries of the different stages, so we get that, and it is, yeah, it's very well done, 
It's fascinating. It, 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 you know, you're just like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, this looks really good, right? It's, it's really good. Now, it, it's a completely different kind of style and tone to the film itself, but that is very captivating and interesting. And the music that's playing kind of over all of this and, you know, the the introduction is kind of like a swarmish uh, score. So it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting, very interesting. Now, the other thing I thought was interesting was the the lighting, right? The, the way they utilize the light and, you know, that kind of thing to try and show these different stages and these um, developments of Richard into this new thing. You know, I, I thought that... That worked well. It it worked well. Now, it 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 doesn't necessarily help the story, like to the extent of you know they they try and use the darkness and the shades and different things like that to play down the extent of Richard. Right, his transformation. But then when you see the transformation, it's not that much worse than how we have seen him, like when he's gone into the office. Right? So it's like, ah, the the reveal isn't you're just like, eh, okay. Now what is weird though is like, there's shit at the end, right? And the the weird thing at the end, because, again, so we have this Richard thing, we have this financial thing, and then we have Lena, right? Lena, who is, you know, we have her fretting about her job, fretting about how her, her boss, Richard's boss, um, is, is kind of trying to infringe on her life. Right, so we have all of this. So we get a very convenient confrontation at the end of the film. Well, towards the end of the film, right? Which you're just like, eh, really? Okay, okay. So we have this. And then we have this weird situation. Because, you know, he... Like, you kind of get a sense that Richard wants to be romantically involved with Lena... But then also that he he doesn't, but he's intrigued by her, wants to help her, right? And it, it, the film doesn't necessarily do the best of jobs in helping you, uh, you know, see the true path of that kind of uh, part of the story. But at the end, as I said, look, we get this situation where one thing is voiced, but then another thing happens, uh, and there's not a real path to why, right, there's, there's nothing to go, oh, well, obviously, that would go because of, right, there's nothing endearing to have you go, yes, that's why that would happen, then, you know, at the very end, you, you add this thing occur which when you first see it you think oh is this 
like something, a manifestation in the mind over something that's real, right? So we have this thing occur, which then goes in a way that you're like, okay, all right. And yeah, then the film plays in this way to have the kind of full circle of this thing. But in doing it, right, in doing it, because, hey, even if you're trying to say, you know, we shouldn't judge people, it's more than superficial, blah, 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 there's still, you you can't have someone look and be affected how Richard is and no one else stare, no one else look, or if you leave the apartment in a certain way, no one is going to go, have you seen what's happening here? Right, there is none of that. And, and so, the ending does seem to fall a little flat. Does seem to fall a little flat. Right, because you're just like, okay. But, what's the deal? Right, what's the impact here? So I, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff within this story. You know, I, 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 I can see what they want to do with the story. I don't know if it works. I don't know if it works. Right, but here's the deal. If you have a Shudder, a Shudder subscription, which by now, people, I'm kind of like, how the fuck have you not? Right? How the fuck have you not? Right? But if you have a Shutter subscription, it doesn't matter. Because you can just watch this for free. So, hey, if you enjoyed films like The Big Short and the one that I can't remember the name of, which I'm I'm sure you know. I'm sure you motherfuckers be smart. I'm sure you know where I'm trying to go with this, right? If you enjoyed those films, then this, this might speak to you. Right? So it's on Shudder. If if financial markets and that are of interest, if you like a little wine, then yeah, you might want to check out Mosquito State. Right? It 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 um yeah, you know, it it, it dropped at I think it was last week or the week before. Right, we're on our catch-up still um, But yeah, it's out But yeah, it's on Shudder So you can watch it whenever you like If you have your subscription So there you go, people Mosquito State So there are a few um, Traits Yeah Let's say traits, right? That um are starting to crop up a lot in films. And yeah, I I, I think they're utilized in horror because I you know they're in vogue and you can play around with them, right? But it does get to that point of okay, it, it, is someone gonna do something new with them? Right? And I think that's one of the things that you ask yourself when you check out 
Superhost, the uh, the new flick up on uh, up on Shudder. So this is from director Brandon Christiansen. Okay, so he wrote and directed the piece. Right, he's um also one of the producers. Along with Curtis David Harder and um, Osric Chu, who is one of the stars. Uh, okay, so the music is from Blitz Berlin. Cinematography is Clayton Moore. Uh, makeup is Jenny Edigo and Leah Kevney. Art department is Alan Carnes and Esteban Martinina. Uh, sound is Joe Baruku, John Fortune, Scotty Minchal, and Ryan Ray. Costumes and wardrobe is Alisa Christensen. And uh, Brandon also handles the editorial. So, um, yeah, it's a small cast. But they all, uh, you know, do their thing. So, we have Sarah Canning. She plays Claire. And Osric Chow, you know, he plays uh, Claire's uh, boyfriend. Her, her blog partner. Teddy, we've also got Gracie Gillum as Rebecca, or Betty Lou 52, and, hey, we we have another film, and another film on Shudder, with uh, Barbara Crampton up in the piece, and she plays Vera, aka the Drayton Bitch. <laughs> I, I I think that's what uh, how they were calling her, but um okay so what is this about? I will tell you people. It's about travel vloggers Teddy and Claire. Great, uh, and they sh- you know they share their experiences in and around vacation homes with their subscribers while maintaining. A moderate level of internet fame. When their follower account starts to dwindle, they pivot to creating viral content around their most recent host, Rebecca. With all eyes turned towards their super host, Rebecca, they slowly start to realize something isn't right. And as they investigate further, they unlock a horrifying truth. So, uh, yes, that is the gist of it, people. I mean, it is one of those ones, right, where you're just like, um, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I it, it does drive you insane sometimes in a horror film where people do something and just like no who would do that who would do that 
Ah, good damn. Well, this one, you know what I mean? It, it starts with a, uh, you know, one of their vlogs, right? So we, we get that introduction. We get a look into who they're projecting they are. Right, because it it does come off as one of those, you know, videos where people are like super happy and hey, smash that like button. You know, you're just like, ugh, god damn. But it does resonate, right? Because we have all seen those videos, right? And when I say we've all seen those videos. Let's be honest, it's a lot of them, right? It's a huge percentage of the shit where people put on that fake facade, you know? Which I've never been a fan of. Never been a fan of, man. Just, Just keep it real, right? If you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day. If you're not psyched about something, you're not psyched about something, right? The amount of times I've I've been in a spot, right? And, um, you know, it might be a gallery. It might be, you know, something with a good view. And you see people and then might be having an argument or just sitting there miserable. And then someone's just like, oh, let's take a picture. And then suddenly they're like super fake grids and they're taking a picture and all they're they're making like, yeah. And then once it's done, it's back to the miserable nature of shit. And you're just like, yo, what are we doing? But uh, yeah, so we, we have this vlog, right? And then... As soon as it's done, like the the true selves come out, and listen, as as I said in the copy, right, their their numbers are dwindling, and so that becomes you know that uh, preoccupation, but also you notice that it's it looks like it's creeping into the relationship. You know, where everything becomes that, and it's just like, oh, you need, you know, what I mean? and it's kind of eating away at the fabric of themselves. But they've just got a spot for the weekend at this house. It's one of those grand design type of houses. You know what I mean? One, one of them big floor to ceiling windows. You know what I mean? That kind of look. Which I am not a fan of. Right? Too much light. I can't... Man, I wouldn't be able to see shit. It'd be too crazy. I'm just be like blinded on the blind I be right now. You know what I mean? It's like, no. But people like that, right? So they're digging it. And so it is about creating that shit. But straight away, things... Are a little bit off. Things are a little bit off from the giddy up. Right? And so we then get that slow kind of spiral. Slow at first. And then it just picks up and up and up and up and up. Right? So um, I, I think one of the, the great things of the film is Rebecca. Right? Rebecca. Boy. 
You know what I mean? She, she's just the host, but yo, she's definitely a killer. Gracie Gillum does just, boy, she, she comes with that, oh, just off-key energy, right? So, when you first kind of meet her, like, you might think, yo, this is a little OTT, right? It's a little over the top, but that's what it's meant to be, right? And, and so, she she continues to be this thing, and it just ramps up and up and up. Right, and you get those moments where she's a bit more real, and it's just it just makes it that more creepy, right? That more harrowing that you're like, ooh, oh fuck, man, god damn, this is crazy, it's crazy. So we have that, like the way they've shot it is, you know, they've. We see kind of them shooting their vlogs, right, for YouTube. But then within the film itself, it kind of utilizes a little bit of that energy, right? A, a bit of the way that you would shoot those sort of videos. So you kind of get that kind of aesthetics in the piece itself. You know, so there is that. But, uh, it 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 does make you whew, it makes you wonder, right? The the things people are willing to do to get likes. So I think the the film does try and shine a light on that. Now I wouldn't say that we are breaking new ground here. You know, it, it is I ain't like look, we've had things like Spree. You know what I mean? We had Spree. We've had um, kind of Shook. Yeah, Shook utilized that kind of thing. And, um, oh gosh, there was another one. There was another one that was really good. Oh my days. I, yeah, I can't think of what it was. But we spoke, I know we spoke about it. Right? So we, we've we've had those films. And I, I wouldn't say it's raising the bar or doing anything that we haven't seen before, right? But that's fine. That's fine. Because I think, look, we have some good acting. And I think one of the things is, right? So te the Teddy character. The Teddy character, they don't... They don't do the thing where he has to become, like, the Superman of the piece, right? We, we kind of go in the opposite direction, which is amusing, right? Because where there's situations, you think, okay, so now he's going to step up and be. He does not. And in the context of this thing that he's also trying to do... Ain't a good look for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's just like, yo, you're hoping for a certain outcome, and this is this is what you're looking to be? God damn, Teddy. Come on, man. <laughs> be more super Ted rather than Winnie the Pooh up in here. You know what I mean? Yeah, jeez. 
Yeah, so there is that. And I think the way they they play Claire, I think that's good as well, right? Because it we we are seeing someone who is consumed, right, by this internet fame, and that is definitely bleeding into a real life, right? And I think that is conveyed very well. You know what I mean? I, uh, where things are a little bit is um like listen if you're in a spot and there's cameras everywhere and then you realize a thing about the cameras it, it, it's gonna change a little thing about what you're doing right but you do get moments and there's still and you're just like wait what are you doing like you ain't great surely you're not dumb enough to be now, I, I think Teddy does reference some stuff, right? But there's still bits and bobs that are going down, and you're just like, "Come on, man!" Like, surely, right? Surely you are, you know, uh, looking to make some changes here, you know, and and, and they're not. So there is that. Right, you do wonder the reasons for because I think if you had addressed those, it, it could have added a different element to the film. You know what I mean? I, I, I think there is that. I, I I think the way it ended, I will say I, I did like the way it ended. Because I think there's only one place you can take this. So the fact it ended in a certain way, and I, I, I also the uh, like without seeing too much people, you know what I mean? There is a, a a thing that happens, and then a point where you're like, oh, but then they do a little, you know what I mean? They 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 do a little 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 sign, and you're just like, yo, because. You know what I mean? I, I I think it is something that you're like, yeah, I can see that happening, right? I I can definitely see the ending happening, right? Because I think where people have seen you try, like try to, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, bring attention to yourselves, they would possibly question. The thing that goes down. Now, I, I, I would say, I, I, you, you, you would have to call it, right? You'd have to call it. But yeah, I, I could definitely see people not. So yes, I enjoyed the end. I did enjoy the end. So yeah, I mean, I, as I said, look, I, I wouldn't say that uh, Soup Host is groundbreaking. But it isn't a bad watch. I think you, you you're gonna throw it on, and hey, you'll enjoy it, right? I I I think it's something you enjoy, and especially how it ramps up at the end, right? It it does then go a little like yo, hearing we get a little like whoa, hearing at the end, and that's fun. That's fun. I enjoy, I enjoyed it. 
let you question the characters for sure. You know what I mean? The characters are some dumb motherfuckers. So you question that. And especially because you're like, how the fuck are you letting it get to this point? You mean, how are you letting it get to this point? So there is all of that. But yeah, it, it, I think it's something that I think people will enjoy. Right? If you've enjoyed um, a lot of the other fare on the platform. Right, I, I I think if now it's not the same, you know, but there is a, a few kind of themic parallels to host, right? Which dropped um, oh, it was kind of early twenty twenty, kind of March April twenty twenty, right? So if you enjoyed stuff like host or um, you know, uh, lucky. Yes, there's Lucky, you know, yeah, if if those sort of things, you know, spoke to you, you know, Spiral, all of these things, then I, I, yeah, I think you will enjoy Superhost, right, and it, it, you have to give props to, like, the cinematography of it all, um, the you know the the lighting of some of the scenes to create the tension, you know the music and the sound, all of that works, right? All of that works. But yes, I think the the strongest of the of the elements of this is definitely the performances, definitely performances. Like the script is fine, but it's not. Groundbreaking, but yeah, the way you know Gracie Gilliam, you know Zara Chow, Sarah Canning, and Barbara Crampton, you know the way they do their thing and give us these performances, it, it does help elevate the film, right? So it's yeah, it's not groundbreaking, but it is enjoyable, people. So, um, it's out this week. You know what I mean? So go check out. Soup host on Shudder, right? If you don't have a subscription, why the hell not, people? But you know, go check it. They're always, you know, giving out free, you know, week, two week trials, all of that jazz. So I'm sure you're gonna hook yourself up with something like that. All right. So enjoy, have fun, super host. It's always good when something that you wanted to see at a film festival comes back around, right? You know what I mean? And you never know when that's going to happen. Sometimes it's a few months, sometimes it might be a year, right? And, um, yeah, there was a film that I was I was interested in checking out, Boy Meets Boy. It was showing at the BFI Flare Festival this year in February. Wasn't able to see it, um, but yeah, now it's come around because its release is today, right? It is out today, uh, so yeah, I checked it out, people, and um, the uh, the film is by director Daniel Sanchez Lopez, right? It is actually his feature. Film debut, 
He's done a couple of shorts before this But yeah, this is his first feature He uh, co-wrote it with Hannah Renton um, He also is one of the producers Along with Jay Lynn And uh, Lucia Spallelli uh, Cinematography is from Hannah Marie Bayanstad and uh, it's edited by Fia Aya. Sound is Alex Feedman. Um, camera and electrical department is Skilla Petetia. Okay, so the film it stars Matthew James Morrison. He plays Harry and Alexandros. Uh, Kut Sulis plays Johannes. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, there, there's a few other people that kind of appear, but they're our, our main two, um, yeah, our main two actors, as it were. Um, you know. Because everyone else, you know, they they have small little, you know, roles, right? Coming over and might saying hello or you know, it, 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 it's something like that. So yeah, that that's our main pair, and uh, the gist of the film. Well, it is this: it's Harry's final day in Berlin. And he has been partying for the last 48 hours. On the sweaty euphoria of the dance floor, he shares a kiss with Johannes. Striking up a conversation, Johannes offers to help Harry print his boarding pass. Leading them to spend the rest of the day wandering the city streets together. But with Harry's imminent flight back to the UK looming, the pair are quickly forced to understand the true impact of their brief encounter. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, it, it also, um, I think, uh, the film has been compared a lot, right, to, uh, well, in some of the press copy that you're given, it says before sunrise meets weekend, right? And it, I think it also, you know, mentions that. Uh, well, I, I'll read the last part, right? So before before long, a simple meet cute evolves into something much more, where each of these men must confront their own troops and face. Their futures. So, yeah, it, it you can see that there is a lot that um, I think Daniel uh, Sanchez Lopez wanted to say with this film, right? And I think that he. Succeeds in some ways But in others Doesn't quite hit the mark Right And I think it's a You know it's definitely a tough thing 
especially when it's your debut, right? It's your film's debut, um, your first feature. And if you're using other big films as your barometer, that's a tough one. Right, because you know, before Sunrise, it wasn't Linklater's first film. You know what I mean? He he had tested the water with some other stuff before he did that one, right? Uh, and I I I think sometimes it's easy to set too lofty a goal. Right to be like, oh, this has to speak to this and this and this, and then be like, oh, calm down, like pair it back, pair it back, you know, just concentrate on creating this energy between this couple, right? Make us believe this thing, and then everything else can fall into place, right? So we meet. Both Harry and Johannes in different ways, right? But essentially, they're both doing the same thing. So we we see them both in hookups, right? They they both wake up in, you know, with with guys, and then we cut to a club, right? Dancing, and that's where they share this kiss. Right now, that's all fine. Right, we we don't really like. There's the thing we don't really know what the situation is, but then outside the club, that's when the conversation starts, and we get kind of some uh, back info on the pair. Right, it's essentially, um, you know, Harry looks at. He's he's talking to Johannes. They're just I forget how the conversation starts, but they just start talking, and all of a sudden Harry's like, oh, looks at his phone. And he's like, oh, I've been partying for forty eight hours. I fly back today and I haven't seen Berlin. Right, that, that that's what we get, and he's just be like, okay, but I mean. Yeah, knew what you were doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He seems kind of shocked. But it's a bit like... I, I mean, you weren't just in the club. Because obviously, we saw you wake up in um, some dude's room. So, yeah, came out of the club. <laughs> but, uh, yes, so... Johannes offers to um, he's like oh, I haven't pr- printed my boarding pass so Johannes is like oh I can show you around and I can take you to a place where you can print your pass so we're like boom okay alright let's do that now well, I think one of the other things that we see like Johannes is a bit of a klutz like he's lost his wallet that, that's one of the first things we find out about him. And uh, I think if you've lost your wallet, and he says, this is the second time I've lost my wallet this month, you'd think someone would be more careful with their things, but as we see pretty much straight away, he is not. <laughs> he is not. Very uh, careful with his property, which is, uh, you know, a bit of a problem, right? Bit of a problem. Um, 
Now, I think we we see these two together and they have many different conversations. Many different conversations. But I don't know. I don't know if you ever really get the sense of a romantic connection. Right, in what some of the coffee is, it's a meat cue, and like the meat cue is always referred to that starry-eyed connection. You know what I mean? You you meet someone, your heart flutters, and then it goes from there. And with this, we don't really get that, right? I didn't ever feel. Like there was anything really between these two. Now that is fine, right? That's fine. But where are you trying to take this story, right? Where are you trying to take this story? Now, I, I I think that is where things go a bit of awry for Daniel here, right? Because I I think he could have taken it. In one direction, where it's just like, you know, you, you see that lust doesn't always reflect anything stronger. Because we we have these two talking about a lot of different things, right? There, there's one conversation where they talk about dating apps, right? Dating apps, hookups, all of that kind of thing. And, I mean, they mentioned Tinder and Grinder, But, I mean, that's not just it, right? There's a lot of different ways you can meet. And, you know, this, yes, this is a LGBTQ2, LGBTQ+. Any other initials I missed. It's one of, you know, it, it's, the film has that label on it. But, I mean, we can just... Say they're romantic films, right? I don't think we always have to label things. It's a romantic film, and yeah, they don't really address the other ways in which you can meet people, right? So I think they they pigeon themselves into that all that stereotype people have, you know, gay guys, grinder, hookups, nothing serious. And that conversation, it kind of goes in that way, right? Now, I think you you have a a difference in opinion, but it's never really taken any further, right? There's good conversations, it's fertile ground, but we don't really plow it, right? There's statements that are made. And then that's kind of it. And then also in that in that conversation, Harry, like he, he says something along the lines of, you know, I I fulfill my gratification, and then I feel kind of sad, and, and you know, angry, and sometimes I just want to chop my dick off. And you're just like, okay, right? 
then they kind of moved the conversation. You know, it's a complete 180 into something else. And it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo. That's something that you would address. Right? If someone, even if you were like, dude, little dramatic. Right? Chill. We've only just met. Or, you know what I mean? Or, or something. Right? Also, there's a, a, a Harry references that. Oh, I can only fuck one, you know, someone once. Right, that's something that is said. So, right, that in itself kind of puts a caveat on the film. Or at least it sets up a conversation, an exploration of... Who they are and where they could go. But we never get that. You know what I mean? We never get that. And and I feel that is a huge... Ah, it's a huge shame. Right? Because we, we skirt around these things. We skirt around different topics. But we never really go below the surface of anything. You know, these things are said... But then that's it, right? And you're just like, oh, man, come on. Like, if someone says something like that to you, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things like, oh, I feel like I want to chop my dick. Firstly, there's that, right? But then also, oh, I only think I can fuck one person once, right? And he makes some... Claims about, oh no, being gay and it frees you up and I want to, you know, escape the heteronormity of it all, which I believe a relationship is and blah, blah, blah. And he says, all of these things, right, which are all kind of just out a little bit out there, but like you could back it up. You're going to be like, all right, this is why. This is why. This is why I feel like that. And he like he does say in, uh, sometimes oh, to Johannes, because Johannes is, you know, my mother loved me and I came from this loving background and I feel I want to put that back out into the world. Which is, you know, you're thinking, oh, we're getting into something here. But again, it's not really explored. Right? Because Harry doesn't be like he just says, "Oh, well, you're from this background, and I wasn't." Blah blah blah. But he doesn't really talk about his background, you know. And I, I just thought that was that was a problem with the film, right? And you look at things like Before Sunrise. You know, before sunset, any of the before films, before midnight, right? They really do get into these topics, right? Something is said and, like, it's not just left in the ether, right? Even sometimes they they take a moment to get back to it, like, which, you know, happens, right? Someone says something a little out there or a little out there for you. Right, and you'd be like, yeah, so I was like, wait, 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 hold on a second, did you just say, you know what I mean, and that's what we get with that, but it's not so much with this, 
right? And um, yeah, I, I, I was a little kind of, you know, disappointed. Um, you know, it, it also says like, you know, they're both forced to address, you know, who they are, but they don't. They, that doesn't really happen. Like, you know, they talk about these things, but again, just on this base level. So we don't really have them kind of break anything down, right? And a lot of the times, everything feels very confrontational. You know, like a conversation about being a doctor, it's all very cold, Right, it's all very cold and like formulaic. So that that's the thing. So when they, you know, there's a revelation dropped later in the film that you're just like, yeah, but we no one really felt there was, you know, things were going to be any different, you know. And again, that could have been something that was a dream. Be like, oh, I didn't know you felt like that way. It sounded like you were angry at me a lot of the times. You know, they, they could have played it. There's different ways that it could have played it, right? And this is the thing, right? It's not to say the acting is bad or anything like that. The acting was fine. The acting was decent. You did believe in these characters, you just didn't believe there was a connection with the characters, right? That's that's the thing. Individually, they they worked, but together, you don't feel that. Like you definitely notice that they have different opinions on things, right? There, there's a meeting with Mormons, but when someone like one of them says one thing. The other is a completely different kind of um, approach to it all. And you felt there's a little tension in there. But it wasn't addressed. Right? And it it seemed like, yo, after that incident, you just thought, oh, there's a conversation coming. And it didn't. Right? And, And that felt a little bit weird. But you were just like, wait. Surely you would say something in that instance, right? Uh, and yeah, it was a little like, oh man. And it ends. It's like yeah, it didn't really feel like anything had been confronted, addressed. You know, there was retrospective. They, 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 they didn't seem to be there. <sighs> now. I think the way this is filmed, it feels like um, it, it has been shot on a camcorder or a phone, something like that, right? And it works for scenes to create this close quarters kind of feel to everything. Right, it, it does bring you in close and feels like yeah, the these two are in each other's pockets. Right? That they're they're in this bubble together for this period of time. That's what this film makes you feel. 
there are sometimes t- like sequences which are like they're on a bike and a lot of this sequence it, we're just looking at the wheels and the pedals right which is a bit like I, that's not giving me anything now there are a few moments of it that you can see like harry feeling you know joannis's butt right and and you, you see that and you can so you know it is trying to give you that sexual tension right but that's only a few seconds, and the rest were looking at wheels, and if it didn't really do that scene justice, right? And there's a few like that where the focus is then just on the street, and you're just like, "But wait, there's this conversation going on, right? At least it give me something that is giving a different emphasis to what is being said." Right, but it's not quite. You know, the nightclub was a little bit dark. It was hard to really see anything. So I think, yeah, Lopez has his moments in this film. Right, he he definitely, you know, shows some promise here, but as a whole. It just is a little bit disjointed. I kind of felt. But you know what I mean? That is just me. Right? And, and I, I do think there is a different kind of storytelling with a lot of foreign films. Right? So this being shot in German. That made no sense, right? Being shot in Berlin. You know, there are some subtitles, but it's mainly English, which is very good. And even the German bits, I could follow, you know, the gist of what is going down. So it it, it was fine. But I, I think when you have, um, you know, foreign directors and storytellers, there is a sometimes there's a different mode of storytelling, which does bring us some very interesting, you know, content. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. And maybe some of the things that make the film feel like it's a, it's falling short slightly for me, for a, you know, uh, a, a, a German audience, this might connect a little bit more. You know, who knows? It might do. Right, but um, people, you can check Boy Meets Boy out today, Monday the 6th of September. It's available on um, all your VOD platforms and it is also on DVD. And if you want to pick up that DVD, right, you will be able to get um, some extras. Right, it's uh, you get some of you know Daniel Sanchez Lopez's short films, so um, that's some of the DVD extras that you can get. The film itself 
is it's just 75 minutes so it's not crazy in length or anything like that there is definitely um you know uh, they try and keep it tight on the length from but yeah people it's out today boy meets boy you know maybe this speaks to you so um there you go people there you go Alright people, so yes, that is it, part two in the can, if you haven't done part one yet people, go check that out, four films that we cover, you know what I mean, a nice little mix in there, and um, yeah, as I said, look, we're just catching up, trying to get back into the flow of things people, and um, I think we're gonna get an episode out on Thursday, you know what I mean, the other ones are coming, we've got a special Echoes from the Void coming at you real soon, and um, yeah, we'll get back to Chin Check real soon too, probably with the next event, but yeah people, we're getting back to it. Alright, so your uh, your favourite reviews will be back at you on the reg real soon. Until Thursday, people. Peace. <laughs>